Last time on Dragon Ball Z, we pitted all of the married Knights of the D-Pads against each other in a game show in which Kyle came out on top with his lovely wife, but he left in dramatic fashion. Find out next week if the Knights will be able to continue without Kyle by them by their side. This wasn't scripted, audience. I tried. <laughs> Welcome to the, the Without Kyle by the, by, 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 the, by the side. The side. We, 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 fell, we fell over on the opening. <laughs> Kyle was the secret to our success. Kyle was the secret to, now, now to that, the Now openings. that he's gone, we just... We have no opening. They're all going to fall over. But welcome to season four of Knights of the D-Pad as we continue to not have the exact same set for a fourth season running. Never. Never. <laughs> Couldn't be us. It wasn't that we were kicked out of the other set. Just things happened. And I we... mean, I, like, but like technically, if we, we wanted, if out we tried set, hard we... enough, we could have kept it. But that was not <laughs> a battle I cared to fight. Point to not go to that set. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that one, Court. <laughs> but uh, we are now remote. But even though we have moved, we are. This isn't scuffed. Uh, ben, Ben, and Lillian and Court have like briefly seen what things look like in this mm -hmm. virtual digital space. Uh, but they, they don't get to see it live. In fact, they don't even get to see my normal camera. They get to see like a weird laptop camera off to the side because of how OBS works. But uh, here oh, we are. Oh, we're not seeing your normal camera. No, if you see, I'm you. You see, I'm using my the laptop camera off to the side. Ah, I thought like, it was just like a stylistic choice. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's off to the side, and in really bad quality, with my mic stand like obstructing. Yeah. Half the view. I, mean, I, I was like, it's a choice for sure, but like, I, I'm there for it. <laughs> I'm not the journalism major. Yeah. <laughs> We're all just recording from the uh, the comforts of our own own home when we logistically figured it out, thanks to my production director background with esports i know how to do remote filming which is great because otherwise this would not be possible i would have not known how to do any of this so here we are in the digital expansive space because the background is stars so pretend you're astronauts guys i know you weren't trained but <laughs> consider this part of your astronaut training <laughs> you think we weren't trained major tone to ground control okay <laughs> <laughs> but we've begun season four we are here kyle is now off doing yeah. his own thing lillian is now full-time with us uh it will be with us every week until you know someone has to leave and do something which court will do many times as is you know on brand for him let's be like hey guys <laughs> i not forgot gonna explain? we're not gonna explain just just Court's leaving because he's. Court will stupid. be going to a different country for some of <laughs> I'm the season. Going to Peru. He'll he'll be recording from Peru. He'll get. It's fine. Ping will more. be fine. Ping will not be an issue. Yeah, <laughs> Ping will not be an issue. I I do worry. I do worry about what that will look like, but it's not a concern or something that I want to worry about right now. <laughs> we we will cross that bridge when we get there. But for right now, when we're all still in the, the safe enclosure of Provo, the extensive Provo, Utah area, we all have okay internets. As to be Provo not real. The extended Provo area. The, ext <laughs> the expanded Provo cinematic area. universe. We are here. Um. But before we uh, before we go off the rails too much, I think we, we, we should actually get started on some topics. Does anyone have a, a preference as to which one we start with? Anyone anyone have a preference? Um, I'll go ahead and start just because I want to at least start on a good note. 
start on a good <laughs> note. Wait a minute. I mean, two of these are pretty depressing, but fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh. Um, I don't know if any of y'all know much about the um, Consumer Electronics Showcase, which is just this big event that happens every year. This year's happening in Las Vegas, and it's where the, all these electronic companies just get together and they show off their newest tech and be like, hey, look at me. I'm so cool. Um, and so, as usual, there are some major gaming companies that also brought forward relatively new and pretty incredible gaming technology. And so one of those just happens to be the MSI Claw. So it's, it's really nice to be seeing like these kind of handheld portable gaming systems, like being like so full of just general uh, competition and a, a lot of options out there. You get you know, <laughs> Lenovo Legion, I guess technically Nintendo Switch. Um, but the MSI Claw is MSI's intro into this. They're coming out with a 7-inch, 120-hertz display, an Intel Ultra, uh, I think it's an Ultra 5-core. Something like then, that. Uh, they also have, their, their big selling point of this is a 53-watt-hour battery life. Which and so means how you'll be able to play two hours of Baldur's Gate three instead of one. <laughs> yeah, how, how much, how well that holds up like, with like very intensive power-intensive games, who knows? But it's a lot more impressive than other, you know, portable systems that get generally are on like maybe twenty to thirty, and so well, I guess more like thirty to forty, but. Yeah, so. I mean, it is one of those things, because even with gaming laptops, it's like when you're getting a gaming handheld or a gaming laptop portable device of any kind, you like kind of expect the battery life is going to be, is always going to leave something to be desired. You're not going to get all day battery life out of a Steam Deck mm -hmm. ever, at least not in with current technology. So you're just kind of like happy if you can get like three to four hours of battery life without having to be plugged in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and that's so, kind of the, I mean, it's kind of how it is with laptops to a degree too. Like gaming laptops, you're never going to get fantastic battery life from a hardcore gaming laptop either. You kind of have to have them plugged in to use it for any extended amount of time. Yeah. But it, it was cool to see another like, like announcement of, of a handheld because other than like the Nintendo Switch and the Steam Deck, there aren't really, like there are a few of them. And then yeah, there's yeah, like, like the Asus ROG yeah. LA. And then there you have like the gaming phone market as well. But like in terms of genuine handheld gaming devices, you really either have the Steam Deck, the Switch, or you have like some other weird third party attempt at a handheld gaming system that can't like run most AAA titles. So <laughs> having an having MSI enter into it who are known for making gaming components and gaming laptops and gaming computers it's nice that they're like hey guys watch this we can do it too mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it should be it should be interesting to see how well it comes out on launch and how well it handles triple a game performance but um moving on from the msi cloud we have the riser gaming haptic chair what this was crazy when they announced it Mm -hmm. So basically, um, it is 
like this is a little bit of a like just kind of shallow explanation of it but it's kind of just a gaming chair with a big like vibrating Haptic disc sensor. at the bottom <laughs> that can recreate kind of sensations that are going on in your game it's interesting how yeah. it's able to do that with such little latency it was really interesting looking into that but i mean just it but how does that work like uh, like like what kind of game sensations are you getting haptic feedback for from a chair explosion i guess so it's kind of like those like 4d uh theater seats you know like you get those like 4d theater seats yeah i would assume and... it's that like kind mm -hmm. of sensation and then they also talked about how that that back panel like adapts to your lumbar support so it's like it's got like adaptive lumbar support it's not just kind of like a set it and then hope that it still works if you mm -hmm. change how you sit <laughs> like it it moves with you they didn't like that's cool they didn't oh. like talk about what what adaptive meant and like if it's like ai learning or if it's just <laughs> some kind of like mesh or, or like a i don't know like <laughs> yeah, I, there's, just, there's a little I, guy I, I sitting in the back just... of the chair that's moving around <laughs> there's with a little you guy <laughs> so they didn't but no, like they didn't talk about it a whole lot on that one but mm -hmm. i mean from what i'm seeing it has it's made from very good materials nice leather and fabric vibranium ah vibranium, yeah, 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 um okay. it's it's basically a very well-rounded gaming chair in the first place but it should be interesting to see like the level of haptics you can get from their haptic system that sits it sits on like the central base you know like yeah. where you have your rolly chair and it all those wheel kind of your spindles connect. chair <laughs> that's what it is it's not an office <laughs> chair okay <laughs> and so I, uh, I'm always skeptical of gaming chairs, though, because, like, gaming chairs compared to genuine, like, office chairs, you always end up with the... They're, I don't know I don't know why companies do this. Like, we don't want to sit in race car chairs, guys. Like, <laughs> I stop. Do. Speak for yourself. Stop. I okay. do. <laughs> okay, well, I give up then. Like, no, it's... That, that's like my biggest issue with gaming chairs it's like they're they're always designed like race car chairs to have like this kind of like bowl shape that has like the lifted edges underneath and they're not built for comfort they're like built for not that <laughs> they're built for speed <laughs> yeah, they're built for speed so my issue always is it's like when i'm trying to get a new chair that i know i'm going to sit in for hours at a time like i would rather spend 150 dollars on an office chair than 150 dollars to 200 dollars on a gaming chair because i know the office chair is just better <laughs> <laughs> have, have you guys seen those memes these are like some of my favorite memes going around right now but it's like it's like the memes where it's like someone who's just like playing a game and just obviously cheating like they've obviously got like aimbot or like you know some kind of hack something you know and it's just like and it's just like ah he must have had a really good gaming chair <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all about the game equipment diff I'm just yeah. saying, I got. I want my race car chair to match my race car bed. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. got to get the Lightning McQueen bed with a Lightning the McQueen light chair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see when the Razer Enki Pro Hypersense comes out because I want to see how people react to it, how people like say how immersive the yeah. haptics are. But 
that's just the time for the future because these are all kind of like demos they have released for ces now i really want a lightning mcqueen gamer chair and <laughs> you, that's your fault aiden mm-hmm. you well put that idea in my head. Uh, get get looking i'm sure yeah. amazon can hook you up with a lightning mcqueen gaming chair, as he's googling he's, it right he's, now, he's googling <laughs> it right now. Well, i guess what well, well, well court googles that i'll google this samsung has also unveiled a new gaming 3d monitor which looked kind of gnarly but it looks kind of gnarly it should function relatively similar to the nintendo switch or no not nintendo the nintendo 3ds 3ds but instead of using like parallax screens that kind of filter the light so that you have like one side kind of pointing generally Mm -hmm. to the left and one side generally Mm -hmm. pointing to the right you have a monitor that has two cameras one kind of gauging your right okay. eye, one gauging your left eye, and then huh. it uses AI systems to measure where, like, keep track of where your eyes are looking and mm-hmm. kind of move these uh, parallax screens to just kind of like match your eyes. Okay. And so, from what I've heard, it's about just as like unnerving and unsettling yeah. to use for the first time as a three as a three DS was. But the 3DS mm-hmm. but, effect was really cool eventually. Like, mm-hmm. but eventually. with some time, people say like after about like 30 minutes, you generally don't even really notice it anymore, and you just mm-hmm. kind of have a very good 3D experience. Hmm. And it works with just like any games, or is it like a like games have to be very? It, it works with any games. It's hmm, it's wow. kind of the same effect where it just takes the image and kind of splits it into two AI being able to kind of like turn one of them a little bit to get that 3d mm-hmm. effect dang that's super cool and so um supposedly should have uh 4k and 120 hertz so huh. i 4k 3d i mean the thing with the the 3ds the screen was, now as soon man. as <laughs> as soon as you went to like the 3d parallax mode you could see an a, a visible drop in quality as it was like trying to do the 3D, so I wonder if the Samsung monitor is able to overcome that, and the 4K in the 3D is genuinely 4K, or well, if it I mean, kind of like drops. I would think so because I mean you got to think the 3DS where that technology really first was widely used. I mean that came out a long time ago, so we've had that technology mm-hmm. for a while. You know, like mm-hmm. I've got to think they've probably you know made a lot of progress on it. Also, I have something very sad to report. Uh, what what was there no there's there, no there is no lightning mcqueen gaming chair well in, incredibly saddening i think you can get on it i, I think you should get on that court i think it's an <laughs> entre- entrepreneurship opportunity that is a new market there there is a hole in the market that needs to be yes. filled court like if i google it i just get pictures of gaming chairs or pictures of weird lightning mcqueen chairs but <laughs> there is no crossover there is no crossover and it needs to happen there's no custom crossover. gaming chair and so, Court, I mean, as we speak, is going to order a custom Lightning McQueen chair. Look at him go. Look at him. He's, 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 he's putting in his credit card information. <laughs> custom gaming chair. Here we go. Make your own. No, but I mean, like, I think Overlay it should be possible for them. It should be possible for Samsung to get 4K because we have 8K possibilities. That's true. And so if they are mm-hmm. splitting up a 4K resolution image into... Mm-hmm. All right, I guess an 8K resolution image into two screens. That's just two 4K screens that 
trying to point yeah. at you at the same time. Quick math. And so um, may, maybe it has like an 8K non-3D mode that you can switch to. I would assume, maybe. But, I mean, I'm excited to see that's it's probably going to cost an insane amount of money, somewhere like like fifteen hundred dollars but yeah yeah you combine combine your your samsung 3d monitor with your razor haptic feedback chair and then (laughs) you i i don't know you get a haptic feedback controller so basically playing on a ps5 um Mm -hmm. and then you get the most omega surround sound headphones you can and just fully immerse yourself (laughs) in a dark putting on using this using this gaming set lets you enter the world of the game Yep. For uh, for our low low price of nine thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. See, but that's that would be the ultimate. Is if you get the uh, you get the screen with the three D effect, and then you also get the nice gaming chair with the haptics, and then you compare you combine those two things together, and then you do have just the ultimate experience where you're feeling and seeing everything. And when you die in I the game, you, you die in real life. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> didn't we cover that of like some we did <laughs> vr headset that would just shoot you in the head <laughs> the full immersion no 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 yeah yeah there was a guy who made it right yeah like, someone he made, made one yeah i think they they he, he either made it or he like was like theoretically he like built a prototype for it and yeah. it was like, oh. why are you doing this and he's like why not we're like that's the wrong question buddy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, CES also Nvidia announced like the super versions of like the 4080 and like souped up versions of the 4070s too. Like we're the we're getting bigger and better graphics cards from them. Yeah, and Nvidia new graphics cards, AMD. They've got their new 780, I think. Something I don't. Like I'm not super familiar with AMD's naming system, so mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what the differences are. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. You've got general new kind of upgrades of cert- of current gaming hardware, yeah. but I think like these ones, the MSI Claw, the haptic chair, and the 3D monitor. Wait, wait, you I know, you know, you know, my favorite thing that was it was either announced at the showcase or was announced around it. Did you guys did you guys see the the Xbox toaster? <laughs> yes. Oh, I've seen that. My favorite thing was the uh, $15,000 e-ink toilet. But I also saw that. That was silly. Mm-hmm. You can just you put those, and then you get your Xbox fridge with your Xbox toaster. <laughs> I have genuinely, on several occasions, considered purchasing an Xbox Series X mini fridge because, like, they have like the it's the it's like it's like a mini fridge. So it's not like the big full fridge, but it's like a mini fridge, and it's about the size of an actual Xbox Series X, and it's just like. You just open it up. You can fit like some sodas in there. It's like a fully functioning mini fridge, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do it because I don't have the money. But, but thanks I've for clarifying, it. Court. Thanks for clarifying. We were worried there for a second. It'd be a cool. It'd be a cool thing to add to the setup. Plus, it'd be cool if you like lined it up next to other consoles. So it's like, oh, this is my PlayStation, and this is my Xbox, and then this is my, uh, you know, Switch, and then you just open up the Xbox and grab a soda out of it. <laughs> See, I need somebody. I need somebody to mod the Xbox fridge so that it actually plays games. 
<laughs> so you basically just have a literal Xbox Series X mini fridge, like that KFC console that came out a while ago, like, <laughs> that, that could cook chicken as well as game. Yes, I need I need an appliance that can double as a game console. <laughs> Get on it. Get, get, get on, on it, it, Microsoft. I need it. Get a get a Nintendo rice cooker that can yes. play games. Honestly, if anybody would, it would be Nintendo. Because it Nintendo, would be Nintendo is like they're always just doing the weirdest stuff. Like the Switch 2 is just gonna be a like it's, it's gonna a, it's be a, a rice cooker. It's gonna be a rice cooker. It's just straight up. <laughs> Built in Nintendo rice cooking rice attachment. Cooker. Oh man. And there will be right. games associated with the rice cooker to like cook the best rice because it has a oh, sensor yeah. like um, we rice like cook. the Instapot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We rice cook. <laughs> Let <him> what? Cook. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, if you want to cook your rice this specific way, you must play this game, this and it's going to come with a game <laughs> pre-installed about cooking <laughs> rice. <laughs> it's like the new version of Wii Sports, but it's like... <laughs> we cook. We cook. <laughs> it's just it's just cooking mama. <laughs> yeah, it's just every every everyone comes with a copy of cooking mama. And you're you're just making like freaking oh, mochi or whatever and in the meantime the automatic rice cooker is powering. See you away. can get the expansion yeah. pack where not only it comes with a Nintendo rice cooker, it comes with a Nintendo Easy Bake oven. <laughs> no 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 and, and when the new Smash Bros is released for this console, it's like the heat of the oven is directly equivalent <laughs> to the percentage of your character. So, like, if you want, <laughs> what? If you well, want I have to... like a, I have like a toaster oven, air fryer, grill combo thing. So it would be something like that. It'd have to be something like that, where it's just all of the different features. All of them. Plus, one. you can game. Okay, we're we're going off the we're deep going end so here. Off. It is, it is. Um, yep. Court, why don't you? Well, I I guess this is your topic, but I kind of before we go into all of the other weird stuff that happened, you we we need to look back on twenty twenty three. I guess maybe we should have okay. started with this, but Court, I guess kind of you you take the lead on where you're you're hoping to go with this. Basically, what I what I just wanted to what, to do with this is is I was like thinking about oh what can I talk about, and I thought. Okay, I just wanted to go back and look at how amazing 2023 was as a year for video games. And I say that specifically because I've been playing through uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor on my PlayStation over the course of the last, like, I got it just like a little bit after Christmas and I've been playing for the last like month or so. And it is it is blowing me away that... Like, it's crazy to me that a game that is this good, because I, like, I am loving this game. Like, it is really, really good. I understand it had a bunch of issues at, at launch, but, like, that in its current state, it is incredible. And so it blows my mind that we had a year just now where a game of that quality was, like, not even a contender for Game of the Year. Like, mm -hmm. the only mention that Jedi Survivor got at the Game Awards was, like, I think basically just... A nomination for like a nomination like, for best actor, action. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, an action game. But yeah, like mm -hmm. best actor for for Cameron Monaghan, and it's like it blows my mind because it's like, like yeah, like that game is incredible. But then you think and you put it up against the other games that were nominated, and it's just like what an amazing year for gaming. I mean, like Baldur's Gate Three, Tears of the Kingdom, and we've talked about it a little bit, but it's just it didn't really hit me until I was playing 
Survivor and realizing like this is one of my favorite games of all time and I haven't even finished it yet. And it doesn't even qualify as like the best game of last year. You know, like mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, just something that's a kind of an interesting we were we were blessed in the gaming community <laughs> last year in in terms of uh, quality of games that came out for sure yeah but. we there were a lot of good games because then you also had like hogwarts legacy that came out during the yeah. year and like as you said like tears of the kingdom came out and it wasn't even the game of the year like exactly <laughs> yeah. right no i mean like yeah i mean like spider-man 2 hogwarts legacy tears of the kingdom Baldur's gate 3 jedi survivor i mean like so many so many amazing games yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty good year. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit, like when we were live on at the Game Awards. But I feel like all of the COVID games are yeah finally coming out. All of the big COVID pet projects, and <laughs> yeah. I think that's why we're getting such amazing games right now. Yeah, yeah, with such like insane amounts of depth to them because they yeah, yeah that's. They just had the time. They had the time to do it. You know. It was funny though. I was when I when we were when I was prepping for this episode last night, and I was like, okay, yeah, retrospect. How was twenty twenty three for me for gaming? And I was thinking back. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing. <laughs> I genuinely don't think I started genuinely playing a new game at all last year. <laughs> Like, Bro just played Overwatch and then the, watch Overwatch. Like the biggest die. thing, like the like the biggest things that happened was that like I got more into Osu because I got a drawing tablet for it, and then I like I joined an Overwatch team. But yeah, like everything in 2023 was like I got to go to Toronto to watch the Overwatch League and was on an Overwatch team and then just watch the Overwatch League fall apart. Yeah, <laughs> a soul for a soul. So I my 2023 was awesome, but not because I played any new games. <laughs> yeah it it was uh it was a year but for different reasons for different reasons one of the years of all time one of the years of all time <laughs> it certainly was one of the years of all time for me uh how is lillian ben how are your 2023 gaming years honestly a lot better than the other ones because i actually played new games i got really into phasmophobia i got really into uh fortnite so who did that who got him into Fortnite? It actually Honestly, wasn't me. Blake. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he got yeah. into, into the curse of you. What about for you, Lillian? Um, honestly, I don't play games a whole lot. I more watch other people play games. But it was a great year for watching other people play games. Because mm -hmm. I really liked a lot of the Tears of the Kingdom content that came out. And, um, yeah. My husband really likes Lego Fortnite now. That's because your husband Fortnite has good taste. <laughs> Lego Fortnite. Yep. And I finally got some consoles. So I do actually play video games. Just not very often. So I... <laughs> I did actually beat one of my first video games to actually, like, beat the entirety of. Ooh, which one? Super Mario Odyssey. I actually... I love Super Mario Odyssey. It's a really good game. And I actually... I think it was this year that I actually beat the entirety of a game for the first time probably in my life. So... What was, what was the first game you guys beat all the way through? I'm curious. Oi. Uh... 
Um, I think that would probably be for me uh, the like OG Angry Birds. <laughs> Angry Bird. For me, it was probably one of the first. It was probably one of the two Lego Star Wars games. Oh, actually, that's probably true. Yeah, no, I guess I that's think it was probably one of them or, or, or Smash Bros. Melee. Yeah, probably like Lego Star Wars on DS. Yeah. I don't even think I beat Lego Star Wars. Because for not me, counting Lego not games. Not counting Lego games. Not counting Lego games. For me, it was it probably either games, sure. it was either Smash Bros. Melee or Mario Kart Double Dash. I think. Huh. Are those games you can. Beat? How do you beat? Uh, yeah. How do you Double beat Dash? Double well, Dash. you just unlock everything. Like you, you, oh, okay. you, you get the the gold trophies, unlock all the cards, all the characters. I mean, Smash is the same way. You know, unlock all the stages, all the characters. Mm. I remember specifically like. Every time we'd play, because, you know, you're like, how do I unlock these characters? And, like, Mewtwo, you had to have, like, a certain number of, like, uh, co-op hours or, like, versus mode. <laughs> so you would just set a versus mode with no items on a stage that doesn't move and just leave the GameCube on overnight. And then you <sighs> come back in the morning and end the match and just beat Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least that's what you did. That's what, that's what me and my brother would do. That's every time we were doing Anytime we did a fresh run through of Melee, we were like, oh wait, we'll do Mewtwo first. Just leave it on for one night. Because I think you had to have like 60 hours, so you do it for like one or two days and you'd get him. Huh. So, anyways, that's not 2023 though, so. Well, yeah. speaking of, wa- well, maybe not watching people play video games, but gaming. Matthew Pathew. Matthew Pathew. Matthew Pathew. He, uh, uh, earlier this week, we got the the unfortunate uh, sad news that uh, Matt Pat will be stepping away from YouTube. What is it, March? 9th, I think. March 9th. Let me double check on that one. But I believe, yeah, it was, yeah. He... He'll he'll be he'll be walking away from YouTube. He'll like still be a part of the game theory like channel mm-hmm. and and all of that, but he won't be the face Posting of it, it anymore. anymore. He, he yeah. he'll he'll be more of an advisory role, and the four other creators that he's had on and off the channel will take over as the take hosts. <laughs> it it's um this year twenty twenty three, and I guess the first bit of twenty twenty four is we're seeing a lot of our our YouTubers you know step away from content one way or another like captain mm. sparkles is stopping his like highly edited content we saw like pewdiepie had a child and his step you know <laughs> took is taking a step back a little bit like um, mini lad tom scott tom scott um yeah like you know <laughs> markiplier's still around but I mean, honestly, like I've been watching some of Markiplier's videos. He does like not seem to be enjoying Let's Play as much as he did. No, he doesn't. No. I wouldn't be surprised if Markiplier is the next one to like to he, announce he some sort se- of break. Steps or... away and kind of just starts doing like film production full time. Yeah, well, because you got to think. I mean, he's making that. What's that movie? Uh... Iron Lung. Iron, Iron Lung. Lung, and like that's got to be taking up a ton of his time. And well, energy, and I mean, I think know, like... there's. It wasn't just there were it, the Matt Pat and a, like one or two others YouTubers. It's like they appeared in a film and then like less than like six months later they step away from YouTube. So <laughs> I think Markiplier's here until Iron Lung releases. Iron Lung will release. We'll give him three months and then he'll probably. Step we away. we were saved by Markiplier not appearing in the FNAF movie. We got we got <laughs> we got a few extra we get extra time. We get extra time with him. Yeah. So I 
it was when when I saw that like YouTube announcement, I was like, not the goodbye. Oh no, not another one of these. Mm. No, because <laughs> it was such Honestly, a sad video. It was getting kind of worrying because Jacksepticeye tweeted. Uh, yes, watching that realize made made me realize that I am also thirty four years old. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Jacksepticeye. Markiplier is still around. Like technically, Captain Sparkles is still around. He just isn't making the highly edited content anymore. But he's still doing live streams and uploading stuff. So like technically, he's not gone. But like the the content that we grew up with is starting from those creators is starting to kind of shift away into yeah. a slightly different uh, form. One one of my favorite YouTubers, Video Game Denki, um, immediately after all of this, uh, all of the MatPat stuff, he put out a video that just says, "I'm not quitting YouTube," and like that's the whole <laughs> the whole video is just like is just like him like super serious. He's like, guys, I have a I have a very important announcement to make. I'm not quitting YouTube. I'm I can hear that in his video. voice too. <laughs> <laughs> and then like all the comments are like. I'm going to miss you, Dunky. YouTube will be the same with you here. (laughs) (laughs) So not everyone's leaving. Well, and it's crazy because it's like we see all these YouTubers leaving. And then I don't know. I don't know how much you guys keep up with like traditional sports. But like in the football world, like Bill Belichick is like he's no longer with the Patriots. Pete Carroll's no longer with the Seahawks. Nick Saban is retired from Alabama. Like all of these like greats in various mm-hmm. industries that we grew up with are now like leaving <laughs> yeah yeah from the things we knew old. my favorite thing from all of this though is like nick saban is retired from alabama and people on the alabama campus are like going to the statue that he has on campus and like leaving <laughs> gifts like he's dead like guys you realize nick saban's still around he's right fine. he's just going to just leave. There, was, there was a video of him like walking into the office like the day after he announced his retirement like he's still around guys <laughs> Uh, well, and and that's the interesting thing with Matt Pat is from from the context of his of his video, from what we know from his video, it seems like he's not like dying, you know, like he's no. not, he's just, you know, he's he's Matt Pat has cancer. <laughs> he's not dying. He's he's just like stepping back and like he'll take more of a role, like a, like a behind the scenes role, like you said. But then also like he mentioned that like he'll still be making like special appearances, you know. He. Yeah. He mentioned they're doing fashion theory is doing some sort of like fashion show and he's and he said you know i'll be i'll be hosting that you know yeah. i'll be making these fun guest appearances every once in a while you know and and i'll still be there and helping out he's just taking a step back from the yeah it, it seems like he he's doing a similar thing that linus did with ltt and that linus no longer is like in all of the videos and is like the lead in the face but he's still there (laughs) just in an advisory role so it's it seems like that's for these youtubers that do have bigger brands that are past just them like they just aren't the ones spearheading the videos anymore but they're still there with a say in the content that's made and aren't gone just they're no longer in the 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 role that we were used to them being in well and that's the other thing is he said and i feel like kind of like what you were talking about with markiplier where he's now like oh i'm gonna do he's making movies and stuff that was kind of matt pat's thing too is he was like and i'm not just like he was like i'm not just like completely retiring he's like i kind of want to move in to make other stuff you know so he's he was talking yeah. about how he might you know he's got a few a game idea for like a video series that he could make or like a, a game series that he could make and you know and you know he now has the 
the internet backing and the funds to to do that you know mm-hmm. like he's got the name and the and the money for it and so it's like I don't know. I, I'm curious to see. I think we're going to enter a, a period here before too long where people that we grew up with, like making content about other people's content, are going to be the ones now making, making content, their own content. And I think it's yeah. going to be we're going to get some really cool stuff from that. And then we know? get to make content reacting to their co- wow. Time, and then wow. time really is a flat circle. Own, <laughs> and then it'll, time really no, but, is a flat circle. Yeah, but I don't know. I think. It should be interesting to see. I think we're going to get a, a, an influx of a lot of like really cool, really passionate projects made by these people like Matt Pat, mm-hmm. who really care about what they're doing, and we're gonna and we're gonna kind of get to play and watch the fruit of that passion, you know? Yeah, it's the era of the shift. The content shift has already begun, and now we are left with Skibbity Toilet. No, oh. stop. Stop. No, but that's what I'm saying. We won't be for long because eventually we're going to have all the good stuff that like Matt Pat goes on to make and other creators like him that we're going to be able to, you know, experience. Yeah, not skewity toilet. Don't do it, Ben. <laughs> not skewity toilet. We have to be wary of that and we also have to be wary of AI. You like that transition? <laughs> Lillian, tell us about the, the, the very strange deal that was made by the Actors Guild. Oh, yeah. yeah, so SAG-AFTRA, which is like a uni- like a voice actor union, I think, yeah. um, announced they're making a deal to allow AI-generated voice acting. So from, it's honestly not, a lot of the articles that I read on it said that it wasn't super clear all the details of the deal but there's a lot of concerns um, amongst the deal is basically meant to make it easier for people to like license their voices for AI to be used, I think is what it is. Um, and so there is a lot of concern, especially amongst like up and coming voice actors with this making it so that then game companies will purchase the rights to use, you know, the big name um, voice actors in AI generated um, text, like they would just AI voice generators would use one of the bigger actors voices, they could just license it, and then they could buy the rights to it. And then they can make whatever they want with this actor's voice in their video games, which a lot of like, which really gets rid of a lot of work for smaller voice actors and there's a lot of concern with that and even some so they when they made the announcement they said that they had spoken to some of the voice actors in within the community and they had they'd said that that was a good idea and then a bunch of people are coming out and saying no we were never told that this was going to happen we were never informed of this deal this was this is not a good idea. This is a bad idea. No. They must so have uh, they must have used the AI versions of those voice ah. actors' voices to say yes. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's what they did. That's what they did. They asked the yeah. computer and then made the computer speak on their behalf. That's what it was. Yes, yeah. I am insert actor name here, and I do agree that AI voices are good. Yeah. They're like so... weekend. Or is it weekend at Bernie's or whatever? Where it's just like. <laughs> 
Like, oh, oh yeah, he has. You have full consent, legal consent. Just yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Full on puppeteering. Yeah. No quarrels with this. Yeah. Full so there's a lot of uh, controversy blowing up about that right now because um, people are very concerned about this destroying a lot of work in the voice acting yeah. community. Well, and it's 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 not good for consumers either because I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe eventually. AI will be able to effectively replicate, mm-hmm. you know, human emotion. But it, at the time, no, it can't, you know, like, yeah. and so it's like, you know, I mean, I feel like I'm just thinking back on any number of gaming experiences, God of War, Ragnarok, most more recently Survivor, you know, Tears of Kingdom, Breath of the Wild. Like, imagine some of those like really emotional voice acted moments in those games. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and it's just AI, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, sure, it may be AI of Chris Pratt's voice, but it's still AI, you know, like, yeah. and so it's just like... <laughs> I don't know if you want to use Chris Pratt's voice as the baseline <laughs> for good voice acting. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, it's a big name actor, you know, but like, but it's still AI, you know? I so know it's like... that what some companies did, because I know that, um, I think uh, Lucasfilm did this, uh, Disney did it with Obi-Wan, is that they took... The like an actual voice acted segment and then used AI to make that sound more like what they were going for. So it's like they weren't they weren't going completely synthetic. They were combining synthetic with an actual performance because otherwise Cyberpunk did that. Because otherwise, if you don't do that, you do lose out on a natural human inflection. And AI is not very good at hitting any sort of inflection. Like some of some are okay. Some are okay, but like. AI voices don't do emotion very well, but if you have yeah. someone else who sounds similar to what you're going for act it out, and then you just use AI to just make their voice sound like what you want, you still get all of the natural inflections, and it just sounds more human. It, it, what it, what it really is to me, what the, what the difference kind of is there, I feel like, is it's the difference between like, like, like a piece of music that's written on a computer program you know and mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like it's like all it's the like instruments when you listen to it on muse score versus actually in person <laughs> or even like even like because it's like a recorded version of a live orchestra still has mm-hmm. that live yeah. aspect of it where it's actual musicians playing but i'm thinking like you know like something made in garage yeah. band you know or like yeah or something to that i mean well, it's like the human error band, component like, like in if you attend like a professional orchestra like yeah they're professional but they're still human so there's going to be those little imperfections in the sound because a human is playing the instrument and mm-hmm. it's the same with with voice acting it's like if you have an ai do it an ai voice is never going to have their voice crack in an emotional moment it's just not going to happen like it's yeah. it's a perfect right. voice yeah. whereas well and then like even with ahead. like auto-tune like you can tell when things are auto-tuned because it's just too perfect and it's kind of in yeah. that uncanny mm-hmm. valley of slightly uncomfortable because it's too perfect yeah so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that this deal doesn't mean that it's just everything's going to be synthetic and it's like an indie company is making a game and it's like oh instead of hiring mm-hmm. you know these lesser known voice actors we're just going to go and get a ai version of yeah. matthew mcconaughey to play the pro the protagonist <laughs> like, yeah all right all right all right i mean yeah so that's yeah that's that's it's the concern. That's why the deal was so weird to everybody from the outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's something people have been concerned about for a while, and now to have an actual official deal out there definitely seems makes it even Politic. more concerning. 
it, yeah. it is a little a little strange. So I mean, I, I assume we'll see more how it develops in the coming months, and especially any projects that are being developed mm -hmm. now that might be using this in their casting process to see what we yep. end up with. Because it goes either in the way of all it does is just helps games have better, you know, performances in there and that allows more people to mm -hmm. be involved. Or we just start seeing in the rolling credits of AI generated mm -hmm. of just insert famous actor here. And suddenly the yep. the indie side of the voice acting community just kind of falls over. Fizzles out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, to be fair, using Chris Pratt as your analogy isn't the worst because... Chris Pratt's voice acting is going to sound the same. <laughs> Ooh. Even with okay. AI. Ooh. Okay, and on that note, <laughs> um, mm. that's all the major news as far as I'm aware. Did, it, any, did we miss anything big? I don't know. Something probably happened over Christmas break that we weren't paying attention because we were too busy celebrating Christmas. So, Christmas happened. Christmas happened. Yeah, Christmas. Christmas. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh now now we're done with the news now we get to the fun stuff so as um as this is where the fun begins as as the the single person who's been watching since or listening since season one will remember back in the the dawn of the podcast the, the long five before of, time long before time <laughs> uh the the five of us original members of the podcast we all came forward with grids nine of our favorite games and proceeded to bash each other over the head with how weird some of the games were and had a good <laughs> jolly good time for like two hours um just because lillian came after season one doesn't mean she's exempt from that so <laughs> what we're gonna do with this being her first like full episode as a, a, a official host um, it's Lillian's turn to present her game grid. Um, yes. I don't have it set up in production because I didn't want to spoil it for myself. Um, <laughs> so as I am trying to get this all set up, uh, Court, you you remember Court Ben? You you remember how it went when we did <laughs> we did our yeah. little shenanigans fest? Um, what, what 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 did you walk away scarred from those uh, from those experiences? Wait, which shenanigans fest are we referring the to? Very first sure episode, every episode the, the very, very first episode has been shenanigans. Very first, we did our three episode. by three grid. Oh, oh yeah, three okay. by those, three those grids. Shenanigans. Honestly, I, need you to I stall think for I walked away a better person. You walked away as a better person. <laughs> a, be a better person because I realized, like, I have played a lot of games in the past, but right now my games are very limited. I seem to be only playing League, and that means <laughs> I have to broaden my horizons, and that's what I did. I started playing other games, and I mean things look looking pretty great. I still play a little bit of league but it's mostly phasmophobia or minecraft or terraria and so i mean i these games have led me to like building better relationships with people <laughs> one particular relationship <laughs> i was like okay and <laughs> i'm just saying if i hadn't been playing minecraft that one night might not be married right now. True. Wow. So this is true. Lesson learned: Don't play League. Play Minecraft. Yep. 
Wow, look at the character. Just the character growth. <laughs> the character mm -hmm. growth. Crazy. Ben's character redemption growth. arc from being a league player. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting everything sized right now so that it fits into well, the... Well, I, uh, I walked away from that experience with a darkened heart, a blackened oh. lung, and just kidding. No, um... And black lung. Black, <laughs> black no. lung. I don't know. I walked away from that experience remembering oh dang force unleashed is a really good game hmm. and i kind of want to play it again and so i did wow. nice okay That's i've got it okay lillian you're able you can send that in the the group channel oh. so that court and ben can see it um so she's yes. got two she has one of just mobile games and one of her like her her actual like real games um, so we'll look at, we'll look at the actual in games arms rioting. <laughs> Listen, I I will not um, I I will never side with the mobile game community. Uh, so <laughs> I've I've pulled up her three by three grid on the uh, on the main main feed All right. here. Shall I send it just in the general? And send it in general. Court and Ben can see it. Um, Wait, in Discord. I, yeah, it'll be in the Discord. So I, the first thing that I'm gonna say here, I, I count. One game that is not Nintendo. <laughs> Based. Based. I count. I count n single non Nintendo related game. Yeah. Uh. Well, all I had growing up, we had a Wii for most of my childhood that I remember. She's still sending it in the chat. I, I can send I'm it. Still sending it in the chat. Here, I, I got can. it. I got okay, it. You got it. You got it. She's got it. She's got it. Got there we it. go. Okay, so the one on the left is the one we're looking at right now. You two. Okay. All right. I count yes. three Zelda games. Ooh. Technically, three and a half Zelda games. Three and a half Mario games. Three and a half. <laughs> well, Smash Bros. <laughs> oh, fair. Yeah. So I also kind of you you say the only one of them is not a Nintendo game, but I also kind of associate Boomerang Fu. With Nintendo, oh, so is it just nine? Like so we're just saying it's just nine Nintendo mm -hmm. games. Yeah. <laughs> Extra base. Uh. So I, I, I thought about putting Halo on there, but I've never actually, like, played <laughs> Yeah, that would be kind of silly. <laughs> so I, I used to play Halo a lot with my brother, but mm -hmm. not the actual game mode, like, like the game modes, not. Not the story. Actual. Not Halo. the campaign. But I yeah. mean that's like half the fun of that's Halo. Half, really. I mean half the yeah. fun of Halo around. Is campaign. Yeah. So I mean if you if you I mean it is the versus mode. So if you had put Halo on here and then said I've never yeah. actually played the campaign, we wouldn't have ragged on you too much. <laughs> I mean I would have felt I mean, sorry. Given for I you literally have haven't finished the game inside. except for Super Mario Odyssey, I think it wouldn't really be that different from Meanwhile, most with, my with, gaming habits. With three games on here that are story based <laughs> and should be completed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wii Sports Resort I, is one of those. I did <laughs> almost all of Breath of the Wild, but I have not done the Ganon fight, so I, I technically have okay, not Okay, so you've, all, you've done all but the very final, the boss. Yes, yes. And I have done a large portion of Wind Waker, and I have done very little of Skyward Sword, but I really liked the game, and mm -hmm. I really want the what on the Switch, so... I I really love the the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games shout. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I I I I can get behind giving a shout out to the Mario and Sonic games. I played that game all the time with my next door neighbor. It was like she would come over to my house 
And that was what we did, was we played that game all the time. And, and she, like, did not have, like, she did not have any video games at home. So video games were very much, like, a foreign concept to her. But she would come over and we would play Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Like, we would, like, I would go over to her place and we'd do, like, outdoor activities and, mm-hmm. like, play. She had a pool table, so we'd play pool. But, like, she would come over to my house and it was Mario and Sonic in the Olympic Winter Games. Yeah, let's go. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes we'd also play Wii Sports Resort. Which is why those are on there because I played a lot of those. Those were the where I played games. so much Wii Sports Resort. No, so did I. I I I think if if you're asking for games I've beaten, I don't know if the sword play <laughs> campaign counts. I played through that like six times. Yeah, but you actually beat it though. I cannot beat that sword play campaign. It's so I hard. Played, like especially those last few levels. You can't do like, it. Where you He's... get those like those those like big guys that have like four health. Yeah. No, yeah you just you just. You block, hut, 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 hut. and then they swing. You gotta be fast about it. Yeah, parry. Swing. Yeah, parry. Yeah. Parry system is how you win. Are your reflexes parry. just not fast enough, Court? Your reaction's not, just not fast, fast enough. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I need to be fast. Your reaction's not just your. Our reaction's just not fast enough. Court takes five seconds. Takes to five respond. seconds to respond. <laughs> Yeah, so th- sorry, th- that makes sense that those two are on there then they're, they're like childhood childhood bonding games that you had with, yeah. with your friend yeah and then yeah. we know we know that we know that zelda games are a big thing of yours so why and you talked about wind waker already in the uh, in a previous episode yes. so what's with the uh, what about what about the other two why are the other two on there um i really like games that are not super difficult <laughs> um so that's a big reason um, Breath of the Wild, I felt like was, especially when it when I so I don't actually own any of those Zelda games, which wait a minute, I actually don't. <laughs> well, so they're all at my house in Boston. Well, mm. you own them then. You just don't have them with you. Well, technically, <laughs> they are also all owned by one of my siblings. So Wind Waker, I would say, is owned by my older sister. And Skyward Sword is owned by my brother, and Breath of the Wild is owned by my little sister. Oh. I have played them all at home because that is where they live. Um, Got it. Okay. Lillian, do you want to borrow my copy of Breath of the Wild? <laughs> it is sitting in my Switch case, completely untouched. Because if I ever like feel the need to play it, I just I don't. But like, I'll just play Tears of the Kingdom. You know, you can borrow it. Okay, that is good want. to know. I may take you up on that. Yeah, so I really like Breath of the Wild. I actually haven't played Tears of the Kingdom, even though my sister has it. I just have watched a whole crap ton of content on it. Mm. I've watched people play all sorts of different challenge videos on both Breath of the Wild and um, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, I feel like that game just had so much to it, and it was very much groundbreaking in like the video game industry, um, yeah. Breath of the Wild was and i love the freedom of it where you could just kind of go anywhere and do whatever you want um i felt like that was really fun skyward sword i really like the art style of it i feel like it's a somewhat different art style compared to the other zelda games Mm -hmm. i mean all of them are somewhat unique in their own art styles but i particularly like skyward sword i feel like it's somewhat i feel like it's often underrated 
I agree. Skyward Sword's art style was kind of almost like it 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 aimed to make everything look like a painting almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it didn't it it didn't land for some people, but I really liked it. I thought it was a yeah. really cool like yep. this vibe that it had. Mm-hmm. And I love the the plot of it. I like a lot of like the the demon guy under the island. <laughs> I I just think it has so much character to it as a game. Mm. I yeah, I really like Skyward Sword. Also, everybody hates on. Uh, okay, really quick. Is it? Do you guys pronounce it Fi or Fi? I think it's Fi. I pronounce it Fo Fum, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody hates on Fi. I don't know why. Yeah, I really I like, like her. Honestly, I mean, I was little, but. And so Skyward Sword, in, in terms of games that we played that were like the mm-hmm. first games that we like fully completed that aren't Lego games or other things like that, Skyward Sword was was that for me. It was one of the very, very yeah. first, if not the first like non-Lego game that I like fully completed. And like, so I was pretty little, but I remember like in that scene when, when Fee like says goodbye to you mm-hmm. when you put the Master Sword away, I was like, like that was one of so the very sad. first times that a, that a game like genuinely made me tear up. Like... Yeah, it is a very like they, emotional scene. They did a scene. really good job with the characters in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why everybody hates Sunfi because I, like, the Master Sword in, I don't remember whether it was in, I think it was in, like, one of the Tears of the Kingdom trailers. The Master Sword made, like, the sound that, like, Fee makes, mm-hmm. which is probably just a typical Master Sword sound, but, like, I immediately thought of Fee. I was like, are they bringing Fee back in Tears of the Kingdom? And I got so excited, but they weren't. Yeah. No, they they do it a couple times in Breath of the Wild too. They had they yeah. they make the fee sound and it's was never heard before fee. And yeah. so like it's it, it's a really cool piece of yeah. There's also a couple like when you fully upgrade the master sword in Breath of the Wild after doing the DLC and you mm-hmm. like and it's like been fully upgraded, you've done all the trials of the sword, it you lift up the sword and it plays the fee sound and then it like briefly plays fee's like theme in the background. Yeah. And mm-hmm such a good moment i was it was it yeah it was awesome yep so i i really liked skyward sword everybody likes twilight princess it's everybody's favorite but i just struggled so much because it's such a hard game it is yeah hard. yeah to be fair twilight princess is the only zelda game i've played so yeah and it's a really great game but i just because i struggle to complete games and to get all the way through <laughs> it is unfortunately yeah. not at the top of my list because it's so hard now we've got the bottom left corner. We got Mario Odyssey. I assume it's on there as that's the yeah. only game or one of the only ones you've ever completed. And yes. it's a recent a recent game as well, so it's fresh in your mind. Yes. So I own that one. That's one of the few on here that I actually own. She owns it. Let's go, guys. <laughs> Woo! That's like here, here in Provo that I own here. You can play it whenever you want. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. play whenever I want. I really like Mario Odyssey. I feel like for my skill level of playing video games it is just fun Mm -hmm. it's it's not as punishing as other games are when you mess up which i feel like Mm. that's something that gets me really frustrated when you have to go all the way back because it's got the checkpoints and i feel like i don't know i just find it really enjoyable and also like the challenge runs that i've seen other um streamers and youtubers make are very entertaining um to watch checks out so. checks out yeah. i will small say ant. 
Yes, small I watch a lot of small ants. Small ants. <laughs> I will say, it, just basing on what I'm hearing that you're saying that you like about Mario Odyssey, a game that I would suggest to you to get is Kirby in the Forgotten Land. No, not Dark Souls. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. <laughs> I've seen. It looks really good. Yeah, like I, I, yeah. I've, I've played through it a little bit, and it reminds me a lot of Odyssey in a lot of the best ways. And it is also not a very punishing game because it's Kirby. Yes. But like, yeah, I watched well, yeah. Um, a playthrough of it, and it looks like a game that I would enjoy a yeah, lot. It is, it is a fun game. And you can play it co-op. The whole thing is playable in co-op with there the second go. person being mm-hmm. my uh, my son, Bandana Wallace. He's, <laughs> oh, he's like, I've got to get him. <laughs> getting? I'm getting him. Here he is. This is my boy. This is my child. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has the Triforce. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Waddle D could lift Mjolnir. You can't tell me otherwise. Uh, we've also got Mario Kart Eight and, Super- and Smash Ultimate, which I feel like those th- those those need no introduction yeah. or justification. Mm-hmm. Those are like the ultimate party games of of <laughs> yes. today. Mm-hmm. I'm very much a social like gamer. I really enjoy playing. Party games like Boomerang. Boomerang Foo is another kind of party game. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never actually I... played Boomerang Foo. What is this game? <laughs> it's it's really fun. It's like more party than game, like similar to Smash. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a fighting game. It's like it's kind of got like a top down yeah. perspective, and okay. it's like your your various kinds of you know, uh, like foods mm-hmm. and you have boomerangs and you throw boomerangs and you try to cut the other foods in half with your boomerangs. Oh, yep. And it's, uh, I, I mean, I, I've had fun playing it. I am awful at it. And so I like, <laughs> and all my friends are really, really good at it. So like, I've, I always have a really hard time playing it because I just yeah. get destroyed. I'm but, not very good at it either, but I've, my husband and his friends play it all the time, and um, so they play get, like all your, these different game, game modes. You can get if you they play like hide and seek in it, so you can there's disguise oh. little um, like power ups, mm-hmm. um, and they'll like all get the disguise one, and then they'll all go hide on the map. And then one person has to find everybody. Oh. Which I feel like it's a game that there's a lot of there's a lot of ways play. that you can play it that are not necessarily the intended way. Yeah. Fair enough. It's it's have have you guys ever played Stick Fight? The, mm-hmm. the yes. Landfall game Stick Fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like if imagine if Stick Fight was more top down and so like mm-hmm. 3D, not not 2D. And then also, you were playing as little food, and also you were throwing boomerangs at each other. But like, but it's that same. It's that same energy. It's that same like chaotic, just goofy, like. Is, mm-hmm. is it like kind of a the same kind of vibe as like gang beasts and stuff? Yeah, just like, like that. Some gang beast you play the game for the the this, the shenanigans and not yeah like yeah actually right yeah, yeah like, exactly like it's some some like some random thing will happen and you can't even be mad at the game because that's just the game it's just goofy mm-hmm. you know and it's just yeah. fun. it's it's pretty but there also is like it's it's interesting because there is like a real technical side to it where like 
it's well, it's there's a technical side to every precise. like any fighting or platformer there's always min maxing of literally everything whether the developers want it or not <laughs> that's fair <laughs> yeah. so so it's a really fun game i like I really, honestly, when I play games, I prefer playing them with other people around. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's more fun that way. Yeah. So that, that that checks out. Now you also you also gave us a second three by three grid. This is unprecedented. Yes. The rest of us got nine. <laughs> you get another nine. Jazz However, these are like half games because you gave us a, a list of just a bunch of mobile games. <laughs> Um, so I, that is discrimination against mobile games. No, like, I, I, I will. Games, no, but... okay. Listen, I, I'm sorry, but if you only play mobile games, I, you're in a different camp of gamer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said it. I said it. You can, you can hang me. I don't care. I'm, I'm standing by that. Okay. My, my, yes. my opinion is if you only play mobile games, you're in a different <laughs> camp. But if you play both, like that's fine. Like yeah. both is both yeah. is cool, but if you only play mobile games, no, we're not, we're not doing that here. Not for me. Yeah. Waddle so in terms of like in. actual time spent on games, I definitely spend way more time on mobile games. Um, and so I figured it was only appropriate to also send in the mobile games that I play. Um, what is funny is that like. Is like Three or four, like three or four of them are like mobile versions of a different IP. So you have like you have two two mobile Pokemon games. You got Pikmin. You got Animal Crossing. So it's like I want more of these games. So I'm gonna play the mobile version as well. Yeah, pretty much. A lot of it is I. Something weird about my ADHD is that for whatever reason, the effort that it takes to turn on a console, and like actually boot up the game, mm -hmm. makes it so that I don't play it very often. That's Even true. if I have plenty of time, I am so much more likely to spend that time, like those hours on mm -hmm. a game that only takes me two seconds to load up versus a game that takes me two minutes to load up. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so like, I will even consciously just be like, you know what, I'd rather go play some Animal Crossing on my phone than play this like Mario Odyssey on the Switch. Even though I know that I would have more fun on Mario Odyssey, I just... Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So. I, yeah, play a lot of mobile games. Um, are there any that, I mean, so obviously I'll go through them because I'm going to guess that you may not recognize them. Um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, it's Animal Crossing Mobile. It's I have really played fun. a bit of Pocket Camp and it, it's pretty mm -hmm. fun. It's the Animal Crossing formula transfers very well. To yeah, mobile. I would imagine it would. Yep. Yes, it definitely transfers really well to mobile format and that is something that I really enjoy and it has like fun quests and something I appreciate about it that you don't get in a lot of mobile games is even though there is some like paid um, options on it, mm -hmm. I feel like you can still experience the entirety of the game without spending any real money. Well, that's good. Um, that's something that I look for in my mobile games is games where you can <laughs> actually Dodge the gotcha games, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of games out there where they would be really fun, but there's like you can only really fully experience them <laughs> if you pay a bunch of money for a monthly subscription. Dodge the there. gacha games, quick! Kyle's not here yep. anymore. He can't defend Genshin. <laughs> Dodge the gacha games. <laughs> yep. We just yeah. start unloading on Genshin. Just, Dodge the gacha game. Do don't go. Don't do it. <laughs> Yep, and then Pokemon Go is kind of a classic 
That game. is the ultimate, the ultimate Nintendo the ultimate. mobile game. Yep. Yep. And I definitely after so when I first started playing Pokemon Go, I had never really played a po- like I'd played a Pokemon game, but I didn't understand mm-hmm. it. So I didn't get past like the first trainer. Um <laughs> and so I definitely when I first started playing it, I was like, wow, this is really fun. But definitely I could see Nintendo could make a lot of improvements on it. So I can understand why somebody who is a more avid Pokemon fan like my husband, why they think that it's a big disappointment. <laughs> understandable. Yeah. yeah. It's totally understandable, but I find it very fun. I really like the idea of mm-hmm. finding Pokemon in your like physical space. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's the thing. Oh, sorry. You keep going. They've changed a lot of how you play it. Like I logged on the other day, and there was a whole new thing, like with like trails that you could follow. And I was like, "That's hmm. I haven't seen that before." Or maybe that was, yeah. Anyways. Maybe I need to re-download Pokemon Go. Pokemon's yeah. going. I mean, They're that's still updating it. And that's kind of the thing that I've that I've realized is like, I mean, I don't know. It's you say like, oh, my husband doesn't like it because he's like he's more of a fan of the hardcore Pokemon and stuff. But like, I have friends who are really into like the hardcore Pokemon, like the original original Pokemon, but still also really like Pokemon Go. So like, you can mm-hmm. have both. Like there there yeah. is a. There is a crossover, and Pokemon Go is in a much different state, from what I understand. I don't have it, but yeah. in a much different state than it was when it first released. Oh, well, when it, it first released, Pokemon Go was a mess. I mean, yeah. it was so easy to like mm-hmm. cheat the geolocation in there and go wherever you wanted, and then it was just like really janky in me on my way to actually, Brazil to pick up yeah, the like, specific Pokemon. And it was it was really janky in how you'd catch Pokemon, and then it's like everybody was playing it. So I yeah. just remember all the videos on social media of cheap people just mobbing and like <laughs> in yeah, New fun, York though. and people in New York and in other big cities just like all running down Central Park because they see a legendary <laughs> and <laughs> like I know people still do that. It was something that was really interesting. It was I think it was last semester. I was on campus just kind of walking around Mm -hmm. and there's a surprising number of students who are like on campus on sundays playing pokemon go like they're just out there's a lot of students and they're using the time on campus to play pokemon go and i I saw them doing that like i wasn't sure what they were doing because they had their phones up but then i overheard them say Mm -hmm. something pokemon related and i was like that's actually pretty cool that you know that's kind of what some people like to do i I there is a pokemon go club on campus so yeah I still have a very distinct memory of that summer in 2016, <laughs> like going and visiting my uncle in wherever he lived. And we were just like driving around the neighborhood. And there was like five distinct groups of like 12 <laughs> people that were just like out and about. Because it was like right after yep. Pokemon Go had released. And like, you know, like we would like roll down the windows and be like, you guys catch anything? And they'd be like, there's a Pikachu over there. You know, like, <laughs> like you know, like, and just like everyone knew what everyone else was doing out there. And it was just like, yep. you were just like, you just see people out. And That's it was awesome. like tons of people. Like, I don't know. It was, that was a unique time in, in it human was. history. It was definitely, yeah. During COVID, I played a lot of Pokemon Go because it was the only way to actually go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like an excuse to go outside. Um, and Touch grass. Touch grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Pikmin Bloom, that's the next one, is 
pretty much like the Pikmin version of Pokemon Go. So <laughs> walking around and catching mm-hmm. Pikmin. Yeah, it's huh. walking around and getting Pikmin, and there's like flowers that you bloom. Um, but yeah, it's it. They pretty much just said, let's take everything from Pokemon Go and make it a little bit more chill. <laughs> what if we made it Pikmin? And Pikmin, yeah. So I play that a lot just because a lot of my mobile games I play because like my siblings play it. Mm-hmm. So I play that because my sister plays it and it's fun to play Fair games enough. with people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then the next one is Solitaire. I just play that whenever It's your I'm idle bored. game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my idle game because it makes me feel smart. <laughs> Fair enough. Is it bad that I have no idea how to play Solitaire? No. Yes. No. Okay. Well, I guess. I guess Shame. It, I guess it Shame. Is <laughs> I've just yeah. never sat down and learned. I don't know what it is. It's okay. It's more fun to play on this mobile. It has a bunch of different game modes, like solitaire modes. So. Sol- solitaire battle royale. That's more cool. <laughs> <laughs> Spider yes. solitaire. Spider solitaire. Yeah. Across the yes. solitaire verse. <laughs> <laughs> solitaire across the solitaire. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, the um, word bubbles. Those. That's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. So wordscapes. Mm. It's like just like a word game. I like word games. My mom is the best at word games. She is almost always on the leaderboards of whatever word game she's playing. Um, she's typically like number one. Um, <laughs> but so I kind of got that from her. But I only play one word game, so she Fair plays enough. like five. And then Two Dots is like a puzzle game. Um, I think I played Two Dots a long time ago. I vaguely yes. remember it. It's been around for a long time. So yeah. I've been playing Two Dots for like a really long time. But it's another one of those where it's you can still have fun with it without having to pay real money. Yeah, it's another one of the, the idle games. The, yeah. It's kind of like, I've got 10 minutes to kill. Let me pull out Two Dots. Yep. And that's also what Matchington Mansion is. It's like uh, like Candy Crush, but I like this one mm. better. Fair enough. Um, Pokemon Cafe. I like it because it's adorable. Um, that's real. That yeah. is all, that's <laughs> no, all that, the justification that is, you need. That, yeah. That's all you need to say. <laughs> it's like literally just Pokemon in little chef's outfits, and you get to <laughs> unlock the more Pokemon and put them in chef's outfits and unlock different colors of their outfits. That genre of game is, is, is a fun genre where it's like, look, there's at the, the only objective of the game is to just look at these cute little animals that you get to yes. raise and look, look after. Look at the hat on that Rowlet in the corner. It's so cute. He's it's got adorable. a little like Newsies hat, and yep. I love him, and I will do anything for that Rowlet. <laughs> yep, so it's an adorable game, and I love it so much, and yeah. Um, and then on the bottom right corner is Merge Dragons. It's a merge game. Um, you've probably seen ads for similar merge games. It's oh, probably it like like that like one where like you have the different kinds of cows and then you combine them together and it makes like new kinds of cows. Yeah, kind of similar. Yeah, so you've got oh, dragons. dragons though in this one, and yeah. it's like a grid, and you like harvest things, and there's like different chains of like merging to make more things and. Um, oh, mostly okay. I, I don't know that genre of game. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ton of games 
like mobile games in that genre of merge games Mm -hmm. where you have like different things that you merge together to make the next like tier of the item chain and um the Mm -hmm. art style is really cute um there's a bunch of little like side things on the game Mm -hmm. it definitely is more the most gotcha game type game that i play Um, don't go any further yeah it definitely (laughs) can still be played without paying real money but it is the most tempting to pay real money on and i literally have spent stay strong soldier don't do it i've not spent real money on it but i have spent hours on that game i uh, did calculus to like (laughs) wait what (laughs) i was like trying because in order to count you it's like three merge into one but then five merge into two of the next level, or you have to use calculus to like figure out like if you want to go to like level six i yeah i i wrote an equation to like yeah because i wanted to know how much money i had to make to get the level eight dimensional what the heck is going on if i want to if i want to have to use my brain to play a mobile game i will play sudoku (laughs) like (laughs) i uh (laughs) so yeah i've spent so much time on that game i currently am taking a break from it because it takes up too much of my time yeah she's pulling out the ti-84 calculator doing the dragon (laughs) game she's like hang on i gotta carry the two (laughs) the derivative of (laughs) yep so i was doing yeah so i did write a calculus equation for that I don't remember. That's actually awesome. <laughs> that's like, crazy. You wrote a whole calculus equation. That's so awesome. Like, that, that, that's pretty cool. World? I don't think I've ever put like. That no, much I've never like, done like, that. I, that's such a cool. I, that, that's awesome. I mean, that's so, like calculating like drop like the closest thing in like an, an like a traditional AAA game would be like calculating drop rates based on like percentages and spawn like. <laughs> <laughs> well like yeah me calculating the drop rates on dream getting blaze yep. rods calculating the crit rate uh, yeah it's like what the yeah so, the exact math to find the exact amount of bullet drop on a, on a given gun exactly the trajectory so lillian's out here doing with her dragon <laughs> game that's crazy i i respect the dedication yeah awesome. yep so i've put a lot of time into that game and i will never delete it I I cycle through some other mobile games where I'll like download it and then like delete it. But mm-hmm. these are that probably... is the mobile game cycle. That is the yes. You know, these are probably the ones that I play the most. Fair enough. Well, there were her her eighteen games. Ben Court, yes. are there any? If you remember your grids, are there any amendments you want to make to that? Because that was now a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say I could take. I don't remember what I would take off, but I would add Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> Lillian reminded him of the of good game. times. <laughs> I I don't remember enough, but I feel like the ones I put you on. You probably had Ragnarok on there, right? Did I? No, if you I didn't. Did, because Ragnarok no, I, I had the original the God of War. Or, not mm-hmm. the original, but like the 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still haven't finished Ragnarok. Oh. Yeah. Well, would, you have I, Tears of the, would you have Tears of the Kingdom on there? Uh, I still haven't finished Tears of the Kingdom either. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, cool. I don't know. Like it's, I I feel like those are still. Ragnarok know, came out over a year and a half ago. Court. I know. 
Uh, but I feel like I'm, <laughs> I know. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like a lot of the ones that I put on there are pretty like timeless classic ones that I like. The mm-hmm. like a lot of them like I had Skyward Sword on there and I had Force Unleashed on there. Like those are Fair ones enough. that I could never take off because they like. Force Unleashed was a good game. They I yeah, like they formed me as a gamer. It. Yeah, like and they're yeah. you know they're. I mean, this it's the same with mine. Solid. Like the only game on there that was. Uh, the only two, like, I only had one game on there that I had started literally playing within the last year, and that was Osu, which I've now been playing for almost two years. <laughs> yeah. The only game, the only change I would make is I would change out Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet for Sword Art Online Hollow Realization, because I, <laughs> I had since, I had grinded that game a whole lot more over Thanksgiving break of 22 and Christmas break, and got a lot more out of that game. Whereas Fatal Bullet, I hadn't played it a whole lot, and Holarization, I think, is the better game. But I would keep mine mostly the same, because most of mine, yeah, they're timeless classics. Things like Knights of the Republic and Portal 2 and... I don't know if I had Fortnite on my original. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You did. There was no way you didn't have Fortnite. That'd be like me not having Overwatch or Ben not having League. Well, right, but I don't know if I was that into Fortnite when we first started. I'm pretty sure you were. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Court shows for Fortnite was a season one thing. I think that was for, that was a season one thing, Court. That's fair. Okay. You you, you are not escape. You cannot dodge the allegations, unfortunately. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I was gonna say, if I didn't, then I would probably put that in retroactive. I don't know what I'd replace. Yeah, no, I'd you definitely had place, you definitely but, yeah. had Fortnite. All all four of us had our game. I had, had our Ben games. had League. You had Fortnite, and Kyle had Genshin. Like those were on there, guaranteed, one hundred percent. There's no question in my mind. Wait, did we decide what Lillian's iconic game is? I think it was Wind Waker, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. It was Wind Waker. Yeah. No, but was, just kind of was... generally uh, Zelda. Zelda games in general. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah, she had talked about Wind Waker. I don't remember when it was. It was yeah. in one of the episodes in season three. I don't know. Yeah, we did so. the one where we, like, talked about our iconic games and what they meant to us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the I one never, that you I, weren't I there gone. for Fortnite. For. Yeah. And yeah. Ben, gave, ben gave the story. It was a really, it was a really enthralling. It was really intriguing to hear your backstory yeah. in Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite. That's about it. That's about all. You I need to make a show well. that. Fortnite. <laughs> all right. Well, there it is, Lynn. You, you, you are, you've now, you've dodged that now. Yep. You, you, everyone well, now I've knows your three by three grid. You, you've completed that uh, quest. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know of any other quests other than you'll get to you'll get to cold open and host an episode now yep. and whenever that comes around sometime in the next three weeks as we as yep. we rotate around. Um, but I, anything to add before we uh, wrap things up here? Going once, Fortnite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, with that. Knights of the D-Pad is an official publication of the Daily Universe. We'd like to give a special thanks to Alan Neves and Miles Romney for everything they've done, do, and will do in the future to help make this podcast a reality. Thank you so much. Uh, Also, if you'd like to reach out to us for feedback, uh, for saying hello, for random questions, if you're interested in being on the podcast, if you're Kyle and want to have feedback now, I guess, because you're now not on the podcast, (laughs) you can reach out to us at nightsthedpadpodcast at gmail.com. I really hope we get an email from Kyle. Kyle? (laughs) (laughs) Just just look at it. 
He's gonna come after me for <laughs> saying he's not saying here. Quick, he can't defend the he can't defend the gotcha game. <laughs> yeah, nice the pad podcast at gmail.com, all lowercase, no spaces, no special funky characters. Um oh I guess I'm now realizing that as we're signing off, no one knows where to go. Uh, <laughs> so with that, let's sign off. My name is Aiden. I'm Ben. Go. There you go. I'm Lillian. I'm Fort. Knights of the D-Pad. Welcome to Season 4. We'll see you all next week. Take care.